Kelly in Seattle, Washington. This is episode 31 of Grow Hongs. Thank you, mister. 16 minutes, Jeff. Thank you. I am your host, Bobby Stills. Across from me, the Afro-Latino. <laughs> That's a fiend, though. Uh, Johanny Smith. Yeah, you know me, Johnny Tsunami in the Johnny house. Johnny Tsunami. Uh, yes, it is uh, late in the evening, uh, early in the evening on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So we're going to put this right on up. <laughs> um, yeah, we're recording at Studio 212 uh, with the Soundcasting Network. And uh, if 4th of July is over, thank goodness. The rain is back. It was here on the 4th of July. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was trying to get up on that lake, but it was uh, not pretty. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's get into it. Yeah, week what? updates. Week updates. I got not it. not W E A K W because your update your updates always be weak. Not this week. It's popping. It's popping. <laughs> so this week I had a really interesting week. Um, I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, I got back from recording last week. You know, and uh, I really wanted some tater tots. So I get a pot of oil going on the stove and then I go talk to my lady and we're watching TV and I get distracted. I look in the kitchen and I'm like, why is the kitchen so dark all of a sudden? So I run into the kitchen, right? And uh, that pot of oil that I had on the burner is now on fire. No. Yep, it's on fire. So I grab a pan real quick, snuff it out. It's good. And I'm like, cool, we're good. And we're going to take it off the heat because I got electric burner. So I like, got to take it off the heat. As So bad. <laughs> as I'm removing it off of the heat, the pan on top of the pot comes off of the pot and the pot itself explodes like with all the heat pressure um my entire fucking stove area goes up in flames dog like a fucking amateur (laughs) so i'm just gonna say this luckily i had a fire extinguisher at my house i sprayed that shit all over the place that's nice yeah it's always fun it's uh, ask my lady friend about that i spent three days cleaning up the kitchen uh, don't I remember your dumb ass one time, uh, a pot catching on, a pot of, a saute pan of oil catching on fire and you took a wet rag and tried to put out the fire, to smother the fire with a wet rag, homie. You know, that might've been me. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. I think that might've happened at Oddfellows. That sounds like something uh, yeah. that would happen there. It just started like, sounded like gunshots, dude. <laughs> just pop, 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 pop. And then I think somebody grabbed a box of salt. And just dumped that whole box yeah. of sea salt on it. Well, yeah, my friends were telling me, why didn't you put baking powder on there or baking uh, soda? Smother I was like, oh, it anyway. I didn't think of that. I was you, like, well, I just made a mess. How so. stunned were you? I wasn't, unfortunately. That Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> but that sucked. Other than that, it's been a really good week. Um, we got a new chef at the chop shop. Um, and so that's really exciting. We'll get into that in two seconds. Yeah. Let me just bust out my uh, week yeah. in review. Uh, I really did nothing. <laughs> it was nice. My lady friend uh, went camping with some of her friends. And I pretty much just kicked it. Uh, nice. Solo dolo. Fourth uh, of July, to a couple parties. Uh, I did go out to dinner last night uh, for my lady friend's grandmother's 83rd birthday. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, she's still popping. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Gra. Uh, yeah, she's quite fun, but uh, we ate uh, at Mama Molina's. Oh, I've been there. You district. Uh, I've never been there either. Uh, I won't even give my review of the food because that's rude. Uh, <laughs> it was good. I had the Usobuco. But uh, the lamb was great. I wasn't a big fan of their vegetables, mm-hmm. but the cheesy polenta, delicious. Uh, my favorite part of the meal was, of course, the 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 conversation 
<laughs> and the wine. <laughs> so I had a great time. And the it was, cheesiness. It's, it's just nice to see uh, a family, you know, mm-hmm. just sit yeah. around and uh, enjoy a giant meal together. I didn't have that when I was growing up. Yeah, totally. But, uh, I mean, the rosé was flowing, the champagne was popping, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I had to get that, that uh, the good wine. I was brought in from home. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, at work, ah, man, it's work. It's summertime. Uh, uh, the reason why I work while I work is because- uh, it's You make tips. Mad chill. Yeah, mad chill. Uh, I am going to be doing some traveling, going out of town on the weekends, uh, or I have been lately. And so they let me just go ahead and just shift around my shifts, which doesn't really happen in kitchen. That's cool. I enjoy it a lot. But uh, back to you, sir. You have a new head chef. I do. Um, I haven't really caught his last name yet, unfortunately, but first name is Seamus, right? <laughs> S-E-A-M-U-S. Um, he was the sous chef of Guerin down on Occidental. Have you second. been to Guerin? Yes, it's delicious. Yeah, I do We like talked Guerin. about it on the show. Yeah, we have talked about Guerin. It's in the same family as Umi, Momiji, mm-hmm. and Kushibar. Yep, and it's um, up? super tasty. Uh, location itself, not optimal. But, um, We're not talking about Garen. Yeah, but you know. But he, he's running up in your kitchen, he's changing running, everything he's, around. He's changing things. He's slapping it up. It's for it's, the good. It's tight. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. That means a lot. Usually a new chef comes in and people get pissed. Yeah, no, totally. And he's like super nice, re- ready to teach, you know, like every time he's That's doing something. He's like, hey, come over here. Let me show you this. Have you seen him angry yet? Uh, not yet. He's only been here for a couple of days. Now he so. was a sous chef at Gear, right? Yeah, yeah. So he got promoted. Yep, super promotion. So he's doing things. He has a lot of great ideas. He likes to ferment. Um, he likes to make crazy ass concoctions. He makes his own cold brew and like all that sort of stuff. He likes to fucking you know, nerd. Yeah, he likes to be a food nerd. Now, so. do you know why he left? Has so he given you that story? Um, yet? Yeah. So he left because I guess Garen had um, what is known as the the largest mass exodus. Uh, under one chef. It was 12 people total. I need to make a phone call, I guess. Yeah. Maybe I'll get the real story. Let's hear your story, and then I'll get, um, I'll get the real story. So the chef there, Brandon Kirksley, um, I guess he... I'm going to text. I'm going to start making text messages. Yeah, for right sure. Um, I guess I've heard from through the grapevine that he is um, not the best chef to work under. Um, he is was poached from Bay Area from Flower and Water, which is an Italian restaurant down there. Um, They're pretty cool. They, you know, they have their classic, you know, antipastis, um, things like black pepper carbonara, uh, pork cannellini with heirloom tomatoes, saffron and salt cod ravioli, those sorts of things, you know, so it's pretty good food. Um, Then he came over here and opened up Tavolato with Ethan Stoll which was tight. Um, I don't know if anybody knows about uh, Tavolato. It's on second and Bell, yeah? Yeah, I know it's in between uh, Battery and Bell, uh, but he just opened up, we just talked about this, he just opened up a A, second location. Yeah, second location. But when um, the Belltown location opened up, it was known for its gnocchi. Um, It had some of the best gnocchi in the city, and everybody would line up just to go get that. So he made a pretty good name for himself when he did that. Um, And then he- Stop saying, um. (laughs) Then he moved over to Girin and opened that up, and he, you know, made it. So he bounced. Yeah, he bounced, but um, I guess he's just really, really not a nice guy. 
um, the head chef. Yeah, he, he most used, head chefs aren't that. Nice yeah, but he that. uses that uh, San Francisco mentality where oh. you can you can like yell at everybody. They're ballers and, down there. They're, I mean, they they're are ballers. Yeah, they're we're not sure. Seattle. In case you guys don't know, we're not on the same level as San Francisco. That's true, apparently. But at this, you know, they're I don't fucking stars. agree with that. Yeah, I don't agree with it either because they people work there just because they're getting a little bit of um I mean, reputation, I guess. Yeah, and I've known hella people that come in in the kitchen and is like, oh, I just moved back over from San Francisco. You know. I, you know, I'm thinking about going over to Europe, and I'm just here to, yeah. you know, make money. It's like, oh, we're just a pit stop for you. Exactly. You, you can't do dope shit in Seattle. We get the same. We can get the same type of quality food uh, to cook with as they do down down there. Yeah, I just don't. I really don't know. Kitchen's the, a kitchen's a kitchen. I don't know yeah. why it's so much better. I don't and get why the does difference San Francisco the think they're so much better than L.A. too. I don't know because it's up and coming and hip and has the you know the um, the tech scene coming through and whatnot. We got the tech scene. We're about to talk about that. That's exactly <laughs> what we're about to talk about on this episode of the show. So I look forward to hearing more about your new head chef. Yeah, I'd like to see the new menu for sure. It's coming out this week. Today All we right. start three new. Can dishes. I come there and get that tasting done? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I was walking by Smith one day. Uh, one of uh, what was our boss? Linda Dershang's yeah. restaurant, and they were doing a tasting. And I saw some people in the window. I was like, Oh hi! And they're like, Come on in. <laughs> I was like, don't mind if I do. Free food. It helps to know people. Yeah, totally. All right. So, people, on today's episode of Grow How Long Steak, Mister. It's six minutes. Oh, thank you. I better be resting. (laughs) Okay. So, today, we are going to be talking about a couple different things. Let me just go ahead and uh, start off by saying... um, Some... What's some things? Some some people leaving? Some... Yeah, so there's a chef by the name of uh, Travis Kukal. Yeah, I think uh, that's how you say it. Is that how you say it? Um, I have not been to his restaurant, Mollusk. Uh, I'm sure if you guys listen to the show and you're local, I'm sure you've heard about this. A lot, And you're into the food scene, you've heard about this. Uh, I really respect what this guy did. Uh, he used to own a restaurant by the name of Gastropod, mm-hmm. which was in Soto that I'd been to. Very, very creative things uh, going on down there. Maybe a little for people that are adventurous in the food scene, but I think you should always go into a place with an open mind. Totally. Um, basically, what happened is he uh, shut down Gastropod, and he moved, uh, uh, opened up a new restaurant in the neighborhood of South Lake Union. And for people that don't know, that don't live in Seattle, South Lake Union is the neighborhood that is been up and coming. Uh, it's where all the techies live. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your Facebookies, you got your Amazonians, <laughs> you got your Googlers. <laughs> Googlies? Uh, I mean, uh, amongst other kind yeah. of, you know, security companies, um, app producers, um, all the tech kids. Uh, they're all pretty young. They're fresh out of college. It's their first first uh, real apartment, first first job. Um, and so everybody was vying to get one of these new restaurants, one of these new locations to open up anything, a yoga studio, a coffee shop, a, a clothing store. Uh, but a restaurant, there's some pretty, I mean, the list is very, very long of the restaurants that are down there. And they're doing good things. Uh, a lot of the places I like, uh, but uh, him and his business partner went to down to South Lake Union, opened up a restaurant by the name of Mullis. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been there, Johnny? I haven't. Uh, Keith, have you been there? Uh, I have not been there either. So uh, I really can't. I'm uh, this. I'm an outside. Uh, this is my outside perspective of the situation. Yeah. I don't really know. Uh, and it, nobody was shitting on his food. No. Basically, he 
left. He stepped aside from the South Lake Union restaurant uh, after patrons there decided they didn't quite like his mm-hmm. menu. Now, most of the feedback that he was getting from people was, could you please fix the menu so we understand it? Yeah, he's using too many funny words. Could you make it cheaper? Mm. Could you make it more conventional? Um, That's what the neighborhood wants. Uh, The larger companies like Facebook and Amazon, uh, they like to come down to the the restaurant after their work, and they just want pub food. Yeah. Uh, they're not into uh, his nacho nachos Picasso. Now, when it, I first read this, I thought they were talking about the rapper. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what a G. Like, if you don't know who Nacho Picasso is, he's what we an indie rapper. Yeah, he's comic getting, books. Yeah, you know. he's pretty good. Smoking weed in comic books. Yeah, but he was making uh, his nachos Picasso with uh, De La Cotta squash chips and Indonesian garlic crackers uh, topped with smoked avocado creme fraiche. Sounds good to me. It's, it sounds good, but at the same time, it's, if I saw that on a menu, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm about to get these nachos. But, you, I mean, but these aren't first-time customers. Yeah, true. They knew what they were getting. But, I mean, he also does, like, everyone was kind of upset because of the Seattle dog thing, you know? Which would you explain to the listeners outside of Seattle or the people in Seattle that have never had a Seattle You know, dog. I've never really— Changed my life. It, a Seattle dog is just a hot dog with cream cheese, right? That's right, G. Yeah. Grilled onions. Oh, yeah, grilled onions. Um, and it's a it's a big thing. I don't really like it because I'm not a big fan of cream it's cheese. Fucking but money, it's fucking money, man. I mean, it is tasty. But he had a different rendition, and he was doing, um, what was he doing? A house-made curry lamb sausage with smoked paprika, cream cheese, pickled um, shallots, and curry ketchup. <laughs> and, I mean, it sounds good, but if you want to get a Seattle dog, then you want... You know, the classic Seattle dog, you're not trying to get something that's completely different. That's not a Seattle dog. <laughs> true, true. So people were kind of upset about and that. And it's kind of fucked up to introduce people that don't aren't from Seattle, from Seattle to something to that's that not version it. Yeah. of a Seattle dog. It's like, what's that food truck downtown that you go to and get it? Japan dog? Monster dog. Oh, monster dog, yeah. It's just, you know, it's kind of a, a slap in the face. By the way, Monster Dog's got the lock. I mean, they got like, <laughs> I think in Belltown, they have three stands. Damn. They got like two up on the hill. They got them popping off in the stadium. Food Truck Nation. Right. All day. Um, so the thing about it is he's a ver- he's a creative chef. Yeah. And he tries, likes to try new things. And the neighborhood basically just shit on him. Oh yeah. And basically said, you know, you, you're not welcome here. We don't, we don't like, we don't like your food. Um, they, they had commented a lot of, uh, they got really good reviews mm-hmm. from bloggers and foodies. Yeah. And, I mean, Eater wrote about them a bunch. Yeah. Eater wrote about them, did a whole, uh, whole story on them. And, uh, everybody, everybody likes them. Um, but the neighborhood, not big fans. Yeah, you know, and that's been going around. You know, last week we talked about um, my chef, Erica Burke, and how she tried to open up uh, Canal Street Market and how that didn't work out. And it just seems like these days, um, these techies are coming in and they're running the show because, you know, they're spending money. It happened to us um, on Capitol Hill on 11th and Pike where uh, they don't want Capitol Hill Block Party to be on their block. So we're now on the background. The backstage. The backstage. I'm trying to get on that backstage. Well, it's cool, but it sucks because now it kills all business for a Saturday, which is, you know, $30,000 of revenue or or so on. And now we don't get anything and they're not even throwing us a bone or anything like that, you know? So what is unfortunate and kind of irritating to me 
to see is like how all these techies are coming in here. They're not even from the city, not even from the town. And they're like, now we're going to run it. And they're and the city's letting them do it, you know? Yeah. So basically, I guess his mom, his mom was at the restaurant eating one day and Uh-oh. yeah, yeah. Well, so it's, it, it's basically, it's in the ground floor of a newly uh, opened uh, apartment building. Mm-hmm. It's an apartment community. They've been building these in Seattle. Uh, I think South Lake Union is probably the first place to start it, yeah. but it's spread to other neighborhoods to where it's a whole community. You got your gym, you got your stores downstairs, yep. you got your Rite Aid, you got your Chipotle, <laughs> you have your fancy restaurant, you have your, your bar. And then uh, you, have you have your, your coffee shop. Yeah, you have your coffee shop, your wine bar. So he was uh, he was across the street from one of the new buildings. They make it a whole neighborhood. Uh, and they say the average, <laughs> this is so fucked up, uh, we won't even get into Seattle housing crisis right now, <laughs> um, 496 square foot studio costs 18 50 yep. a month. A month. Um, and his mom was saying that she didn't understand why she sat there and ate dinner and for yeah, I, whatever hour and a half dinner, she had watched a, I hope I'm quoting her right, uh, she, yeah, she had watched a Pizza Hut delivery vehicle in that hour and a half pull up 18 times. What? To deliver uh, food upstairs. Um, and she said, you know, and what he was trying to explain, the uh, chef, Chef Kukul, <laughs> hope I'm saying his name Kukul. right. I don't, wanna, I don't know him. Uh, I'd like to meet him. I was trying to contact him for this yeah, show. Yeah, his brain would be tight. Yeah. Very, very interesting guy. Uh, it That he's talked to these people that live in the building and they would rather just come home. They have these giant communal areas uh, with flat screen televisions, pool tables, mm-hmm. pools, hot tubs. Um you don't ever really need to leave mm-hmm. your building. Every they call that an otaku. A no, what is an otaku? An otaku is someone who doesn't leave their house. Uh, and Well, it's meant for people who watch anime, but I, <laughs> it works I, for nerds. and I don't read manga. Dudes. You should. Whatever. Anyway. Heard about the new Pokemon Go? Oh, my God. We'll, t- <laughs> we'll touch on that at the end. Um, so he had spoke with a lot of these people that were coming there, and they gave him all this feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want to come there and get your pizzas. Yeah. Your a hot dog, some tater tots, a, something quick, a burger, and he now big ups to him. Uh, I kind of get angry about you know I, I I applaud him his decision. He decided to step down. Sometimes you just gotta you know and leave his own restaurant. Yeah, it's a bummer. And he promoted one of his his lead line cook mm-hmm. um, to head chef. Sometimes, you know, if like, because what happens with that is then your owners start to come down on you and they're like, well, you need to do this because you're not making us money now. He's the owner. (laughs) But what about his investors? Exactly. You'd be surprised how much control investors have in your business Um, because it's their money that you're fucking with. Yeah. uh, His new his new chef is Austin Alberta. Ooh, sounds like a Latino. (laughs) Started from the bottom. Now, now he's her. Now he's her. Uh, he worked under Kukal as a lead line cook. Um, he's going to try a more conventional and more approachable menu. Yeah. Um, now Kukal says that he can't even imagine himself uh, creating a, a burger or regular nachos. Because yeah. even when he tries, it's not what goes he makes head. something weird. Yeah. Because you know, he, he's a chef. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you try to take something that's basic and something that you uh, of a dish that you grew up loving, mm-hmm. and you try to add your own twist and go, "Let me try this." Yeah, a lot of and that's people in Seattle are like that, and that's why this story is so infuriating to me. Is that now uh, we're the city? I, I don't want to shit on anybody. But yeah, but it's whatever. Our city's being taken over completely, and they're make they're making us basic. They all look alike. <laughs> They all wear collared fucking shirts, fucking shitty jeans. Slacks and vans. Fucking, yeah. Uh, no style. They got their little fucking kind backpacks on or fucking Patagonia. But I just can't believe. I mean, big ups to the dude. He, he, he was doing what's right for his business. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't step, you shouldn't make yourself step down in your creativity or your ability to cook just because, um, not everybody likes your food. There's a restaurant out there that's for him, you know, and that he will be able to do this sort of thing. Well, yeah, that's what he said. He said if he can find the right neighborhood and the right uh, person to invest in him, he'd be, you know, he's open. He needs to go to Madison Valley. Well, that's the fucking problem is that Gastropod was working for him. Mm-hmm. Him and his homeboy ran it and he handled the fucking food. Homeboy handled the booze. <laughs> And it was just them. It was a very small place. Yeah. It was very successful. I've been there. Um, everybody that I know that went there, it was off the beaten plat- path. It was in Soto. Mm-hmm. You had it was a you were going there, but it's a destination. Yeah, you were going there specifically for the food. And so he went ahead and and you know put all his eggs in one basket mm-hmm. and moved down to South Lake Union, thinking he could maybe turn these fucking kids onto something uh, out of their comfort zone. And what do they want? Fucking pizza, pizza and yeah. and hot hot dogs yeah. and burgers, but it's been going on everywhere. Because you remember when we opened up Bell and Wheat and we had that menu and it was dope. You know? Oh, such a good menu! And then we ended up making like you know pigs in a blanket and <laughs> all this stuff, and we're like, "What's going on?" Yo, the duck foie sausage. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's 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 decadent. Yeah. Uh, and it's definitely you don't want to eat the whole thing by yourself. You it share never it. Got, it never got ordered though. No, <laughs> but it's something. Why not even try it? Exactly. I'll try anything. Once, I know the foie hot I mean, that dude that one time he was. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't. And I'm, well, how do you feel? What do you feel? You know, it upsets me. Yeah, because I feel like as an up and coming, a person who wants to become a chef. You know, um, it's all about being innovative because everyone is doing the same thing right now. It's like, how many restaurants do you go to and you have fucking asparagus with bocarones and, <laughs> you know, Meyer lemon aioli? It's you know, it's fucking basic shit. Yeah, we, 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 we've had this discussion many times. Me and you have had this discussion many times about uh, preserved lemon. And yeah, all it's, it's, it's like, super trendy. It's coming along uh, and people are willing. They they're. Just like sports, man. Mm-hmm. The Warriors and the Cleveland Cavs. Something's popular and something's trendy. You're, oh, I've been with it since day one. Yeah, exactly. But, and you, like you Bandwagon. Ne- but you would have never tried it before one of your homies like told you about it. Exactly. Um, yeah. And they're coming over everywhere. These these like, these like techies, they, they sneak in. You don't even realize it. And then there's an apartment complex built right next to you. And then they fill them up with these restaurants. And then they don't want to go to the restaurants. And then they like... It's just so annoying. It's just so frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to shit on all the the tech bros. And no, stuff because like they're making that. they're making the city, you know, something a little bit more. Well, I just, I mean, I have friends. They're not. I mean, yeah. they're not bad people. Oh no, not uh, at all. They just don't know any better. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, what about that real world though, dude? The real world, it's hilarious. They are getting 
bummed out of like every restaurant. Everyone's like, "Fuck these guys. We don't yeah, want them." Here. Yeah. So they are. Uh, they're filming. <laughs> they're filming. Uh, fucking. I don't know what season. Just the it latest is. season, I guess. Yeah, the latest season of uh, the Real World, which is on MTV. I thought that show had died, <laughs> but uh, they're filming it in Seattle, down the street from my house, down the street from your restaurant. I know. Again, I'm like, the first time they were here, it didn't go over well. So why would you bring them back? No, and all the businesses are. Uh, saying they don't want to film. Yeah. I've heard they came to my restaurant. They want to film there. I, I think we talked about this on the show before. But the uh, updates are is everybody's saying, fuck no, you can't yeah. film here. They're not giving like really good. It's not anything to make the restaurant look better. So if this crammer crew comes in here, it's not going to make more people come to the No, to they're the going to come in there and shit on your food. Exactly. Also, I've, I was just speaking to one of my friends last night who owns a biz or is the general manager of a business up on, and it's not a restaurant. Uh, it is a uh, karaoke spot. Hey, yo. We won't say the name of it. Because uh, she'd be like, Oh, why you talk shit about my uh, my <laughs> business on your uh, podcast? I heard. Uh, what the fuck is that? Well, now she's gonna ask you why you're making fun of her accent. I'm not making fun. It's all out of love. <laughs> but I asked her. I was like, "Yo, let me, you know, what's up with that contract? You got that contract?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Did you see the small, the fine print? Mm-hmm. If they want, they can change the name of your business, mm-hmm. and they can totally lie and make." fictitious things up about what happened in there yeah. if you sign mm-hmm. the release for your thing. Uh, and she goes, yeah, you know, I signed it, uh, but we have an, a verbal agreement about, I said, this doesn't work. Ain't no like verbal that. agreement. No. <laughs> she said, yeah, she's like, you know, they, she said she'd comp them. She'd comp them some things and stuff like that. As long as they're well behaved. Yeah. It just ain't going to go down like no. that. I guarantee some shit's going to go It's supposed to get rowdy. They've That's the already point of the real got, world. They've already got hella hate from people oh, on yeah. the hill. So much. And uh, <laughs> it's funny. Supposedly, they're supposed to be resodding Cal Anderson. They are doing that. Uh, one of my friends told me the price the price tag for re- uh, it's not They're not resodding. It's, it's AstroTurf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, you, but ever, it was, have it, you ever sat down there before? Yeah, it's it's weird. But that at the same time, it wasn't bad. So why did they just rip it all up? Uh, dude, I don't know. Man. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> we got off topic. Uh, let's go one more thing before we shut down. It has nothing to do with cooking. <laughs> Pokemon Go. <laughs> What's up with that? Dude, I haven't gotten it because I have to put money on my card so I can get the app. But I guess it's you catch Pokemon on your phone in real life. In real life. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I had heard a rumor. (laughs) I'd heard a rumor that my restaurant, the Honey Hole, where I work at, we have a Charizard. (laughs) (laughs) On the first day. Yesterday was the first day. And somebody had texted me and was like, yo, there's a Charizard at your work. Yeah, because they pop up randomly in the city, Randomly. Right? But they don't contact us and let us know. <laughs> I let my owner know, like, do you know anything about this Pokemon Go? And she's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I, mean, I know what Pokemon is. And so I, like, researched it and looked it up. And randomly when you're walking around town, you download this app, and it pops up. That there is a Pokemon that yeah. you need to catch, whether it be in the park, whether it be at a restaurant, it's like on top a coffee of the stove, <laughs> yeah, at the QFC, right? And then you go to these gyms, uh, which is can be uh, the middle of a, a park or a store uh, in a QFC, what have you, and you meet up with another trainer <laughs> and you battle your Pokemon, right? That's so great. Uh, yeah, it's pretty G, but I guess the businesses don't know. Yeah, no. Uh, and I'm not sure if this is beta testing right now or probably or it's going on. I texted my nephew and was like, "Do they got this in Columbus or it's live? It's on app. It's, it's, it's on it's real? on app. Are you playing Keith? You fucking nerd. 
It's I'm really, it. it's uh, it's pretty cool. He's going on now. So anyway, um, yeah, I just want to urge everybody. Um, see, I don't know how I feel about the first story. I mean, about I mean it's about a- Mullis because what if you know if you live upstairs? I mean, it's your it's your right not to go there. Yeah, but. The problem is they're going there and trying to bitch about what kind of food they serve there. Yeah. You know what kind of food they serve there. You can read the menu. Why do you keep going back? <laughs> Why are you trying to put pressure on them to change their menu? Because they want it to be that spot that they can go to all the time, you know, and that they like they do the thing. But it also comes back to like when we were talking about real world um, and there was a really good statement in there where somebody was saying that it, if you want to sign that contract, it should never be about the people who are coming in. It should be about the after hours when you get those um, the sound crew in there and they want, you know, beers and burgers and stuff like that. And it's like, unfortunately, in this city, we're getting to the point where we have to go backwards. We're not going forwards anymore. Um, people want more basic food and it's what we're going to have to do if we're going to want to keep afloat. I mean, I say in like five years, maybe we can go back, but people are down with gastro pubs and foams and <laughs> smears on plates and stuff like that. I, I think it got, I think it got too big, too fast. Yeah, too fast. You know? uh, and everybody started doing it and became super trendy, but that trend is dying out. Yeah. Who but was I, the chef that made that quote? There is like, um, today's trends it's not food anymore all it is is a spoon push of some shitty schmear and like <laughs> yeah. two ounces of some bullshit yeah know? yeah uh yeah but there's there, there's all there, there's it's just sad because um i've heard a lot about this this chef uh travis cacall and i have eaten at uh his other restaurant mm-hmm. previous to mollusk and i'd read really good things about mollusk everybody i went there all my friends had said really good things about it um and it's sad to but see but they're foodies not food. There are people like me and you. I mean, we can't afford to eat that type of. But the, they appreciate. The fucking problem is the techies can't afford to eat that yeah. shit all the time, and that's not what they want. No, it's just like <laughs> they don't have that palate. It's like somebody that makes uh you know hundred thousand dollars a year, but still wears like uh, bobos. <laughs> shoes, you <laughs> well, you got to think like when these guys are coming up, you know, they're sitting on their computers, they're programming. What are they eating? Tostino's pizza rolls all day. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I just found out the uh, R.I.P. man, one of the greatest people ever alive, the inventor of the Totina's pizza roll died. He passed away. Yeah, the, oh no! I can slam a whole bag, a twenty <laughs> count of those things. But That's R. every chef's yeah. dream, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And by the way, chefs eat shitty food. Yeah, all Let's day. Let's not get shit twisted. We don't eat. Fancy. But we have, when we go out, we appreciate the food for what it is. That's right. I mean, I'm looking to be impressed when I'm dropping that money. Exactly. I'm not going to spend $100 on a fucking burger. A lot of people think they can trick uh, motherfuckers into believing their food is good. <laughs> and it's not. But what this dude was doing on his menu, what I read, is some pretty creative shit. Yeah. And it's sad to see him. Uh, but, you know, I, I give him a hand clap for you being know. able to walk away. And I look forward to seeing what else he does. His rep isn't going to be diminished by this either. You no, know? it makes him look like a fucking badass. Exactly. He's just like, I understand what my customers want. And, and I'm going to go find him. Yeah, and I'm going to go find him. He's about to go, uh, I guess, fish in Alaska. And this ain't the last. I'm going to try to get a hold of him. I kind of got some contact info on him. I'm just going to hit him up and be like, yo, can you come on my show and talk about this? <laughs> By the way, we do have a bunch of guests coming up. I know we've been lacking on the guests, but me and Johnny have been trying to get our flow together yeah. and try to figure it out. Uh, the response I've been getting back is that, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That, uh, Robbie, that, uh, uh, uh. Robbie, you talk too much. But. Yeah, and he says, uh, a lot. Who, I do? Yeah, you do. Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, whatever. All right, uh, that's gonna bring us to the end. Uh, any pod? We should have made some positive things. There, and I mean, on a positive thing, and on a positive thing, Pokemon um, sucks. No, Pokemon is great. A positive thing is um, the sun is coming out soon. When next week? But me and Johnny was trying to get some promotional shots and stuff going on today. It was not. It happening. was a classic Seattle day today. And yeah, but if it was wasn't raining, we got some shots. That overcast is what's up. Word. Well, let's move on to ingredient of the week. Choo 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 choo. Boo 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 boo. <laughs> Cherries. <laughs> so, what are you doing to this week? Uh, I'm gonna use some Rainier cherries. Ah, the Ranier's. <laughs> the Ranier's. Um, I'm gonna be basic. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's okay. Have, I'm gonna take stay in my lane. <laughs> you know I'm saying I know how to drive. Right. Whip it real good. Uh, a spicy cherry sauce. Oh. This can go on any type of meat. You know, I like my sauces. Some bullshit-ass chicken. Man, just boil some chicken, man. You throw this, you throw this sauce on it. Money. Your girl or your guy friend. I don't care what you're into. <laughs> Whatever you know, your preference. Whatever your preference is. Just throw this cherry sauce on it. Trust me. All right. So what you're going to need, people, is you're going to need one cup of pitted Ranier cherries. Okay. You're going to need a quarter cup of some dry red wine, mm-hmm. a garlic clove, a quarter teaspoon of cumin, quarter teaspoon salt, quarter teaspoon pepper, half of a teaspoon of crushed red pepper. Okay. Not too much. Not too much. And then one tablespoon of preserved cherries. You can get, you know, grandma's house or you can go to the grocery store. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. What you're going to do is you're going to toss them into a uh, medium size uh, pan. Uh, you want to crush up those cherries with a masher, your feet. I don't really care. <laughs> Whatever. Johnny's face. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, you're going to add your wine. Uh, you're going to bring it to a boil. Uh, once it's boiling, you're going to add all the rest of your uh, I wrote, add all the rest of your shit. <laughs> add all the rest of your ingredients to it. Uh, give it a nice stir. You're going to reduce it to a stimmer. Simmer. Stimmer. Simmer. Uh, you're going to stir that frequently for about 10 minutes. Um, I'm going to say uh, toss it into, uh, you can use an immersion blender, toss mm-hmm. it into a uh, Robocoo or something. Yeah, something like that. But you just want to pulse it. Yeah. You don't want to blend the shit out of Keep it. Keep it chunky. You, you want some chunks in it, right? Um, and then you can serve it over anything. Uh, Sounds good. A friend, a lover. <laughs> um, I wouldn't recommend it uh, giving it to your dog. But, um, you know, yeah, put it over some chicken, put it over some steak. I don't know. Pork. Man, that might be real good. That sounds good over some like lamb or something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do. Um, let's go pork, man. Mm, I love pork. You know me, that Latin blood. Keep that puerco going. <laughs> One blood. Uh, okay, yeah, mine's easy. Johnny, what you got? You go? Are you going? Are you going ill? No, I'm not going to go too ill. But uh, I'm going to do something uh, a little seasonal and do a cherry gazpacho. Um, I love cherry gazpacho. I love gazpachos in general. If you don't know what a gazpacho is, it's um, a chilled soup, uh, usually made with fruit. But you can also do it with things like peas, asparagus, spinach, um, anything that tastes good, cold. Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to grab four cups of pitted and I'm going to use Bing cherries cause they're darker. Bing. Yeah. Fuck Google. <laughs> um, so four cups of pitted Bing cherries. Um, you're going to get a half cup of celery chopped, two cloves of garlic minced, um, a half teaspoon of red chili flake, salt and pepper to taste. And, um, what I like to use is soda water. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to put those pitted cherries into a Vitamix, Roboku, whatever you want to do. Um, mix it with the, the celery, the garlic, the chili flake, a little bit of lemon juice. I'd say about um, a quarter cup of lemon juice and a quarter cup of orange juice just to give it that acid. And you're going to blitz that up real nice. Um, What's the sign on the on the thing for blitz? You know they all have different sli- uh, like different pictures. So there's like one that has ice cubes, and that's for like when you're using ice. Um, have- I don't really know. I'm sure it's like a bunch of squiggly lines. You know, <laughs> like yeah. hella fast. Sorry, I interrupted. Just, <laughs> yeah. just things that go through my mind. Right. But uh, so yeah, after you get those all pulsed up together, you're gonna pass that um, through a chinois or a sieve or some sort of strainer. Anything you want to get those skins out. Cheesecloth? Yeah, cheesecloth works. Something just to get the um, the big chunks out. Burlap sack? <laughs> nah. Um, so then after that, you're going to emulsify your soda water into that mixture. And what the soda water is going to do is it gonna, it's going to make it bubbly. Um, so when you're eating it, it's going to be super refreshing. You're going to be like, oh, I got a little kick. Oh, there's a little pop. Here, it's going to be like eating, you know, cherry pop rocks. good on the beach. Man. Yeah, right? Um, salt and pepper to taste. Garnish with, you know, a little bit of creme fraiche. Um, and that, that's a really oil. good recipe to bring to a barbecue. Oh, man. yeah, People totally. People will be super impressed yeah, with that. Totally. And it's going to add oh, sweetness to like. And it's no oven. You know, you don't have to use the oven. You don't have to use the stove. It's Just all cold. Put it prep. in the cooler. Yep. Oh, that's a good one, Johnny. It's yeah. a good one. So that's my ingredient of the week, and that's my recipe. All right. That's going to bring us to the end of episode 31. Woo, 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 woo. Making I hope, waves. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, I'm really going to try hard to get this uh, chef down here and, and pick his brain a little bit and see how he feels. I, I really just, I have a, just reading the story, I was like, man, that sucks, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just, he walked away. Yeah. You know, he could have just bled it dry <laughs> and been like, fuck all you techies. Yeah. I'm going to make this food. You guys are stupid. But he didn't say any yeah. of that. Nothing like that. He, he left on top. That's he right. Definitely left on top. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, keep the feedback coming, you guys. Please, uh, please. Grow How Long Stick Mister on Facebook, Instagram. It's uh, also Grow How Long Stick Mister. Instagram's been popping off. Yeah. Uh, once again, we've got uh, our Twitter's been going uh, going ham. Yeah, thank you, um, James. James Yader, uh, hit him up. Uh, Jay Yader Photography. He also does some of baller. He's just friend to the show. Yeah, he's one of my homeboys. Uh, and our, our Twitter is going to be at How Long Steak Mister. Uh, once again, if you want to contact me or Johnny uh, through the show, uh, it's going to be Grow How Long Steak Mister. It's Mister Mr. at Gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank Studio Two One Two for letting us record in their studio, and I'd like to thank the Soundcasting Network for. Uh, Hosting. Hosting our show. Uh, Big Keith is recording. And uh, until next week, guys. See you. Plates. Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.